welcome to Taking It Personally, the podcast for heart-led entrepreneurs who have a message to share through their business to positively impact the world. I'm Elle Turner, writer, business mindset mentor, mother and lifelong learner who wants to show you that when business is personal, that's when it can really make a difference, not only in your life, but in the lives of those around you and in the wider world. I'm on a heart-led mission to harness the power of thought leadership, mindset and personal growth to help you express your heartfelt, soul-led message with confidence to the world and grow your own impactful business. So whether you're a coach, a consultant, an author, a speaker, or in any other business, if you have a message to share and a positive impact to make, then here's my number one tip. Join me on this podcast every week and let's find out what we can do by taking it personally. Hi there and welcome or welcome back to another episode of the Taking It Personally podcast. I'm so glad to be here talking with you again. What is new since we last got together? What is new with you? What have you been up to? Here I have had a good week. We have been celebrating birthdays in my house. My boys had their birthday this week and Oh gosh, it just feels so close to Christmas in a lot of ways, even though obviously I know every year that the date is coming, (laughs) that their birthday is on the same date every year, obviously. I always seem to have this kind of underlying uneasy feeling that I've been caught on the hop in some way and that I'm not quite organised for it. And I think it is just because it's so close to Christmas. I mean, we were organised for it and I know that there are many people who have birthdays closer to Christmas than the middle of January, but it's kind of like a new experience for me since I had children, even even though the, it was quite a long time ago that they were born. It's a new experience to me because when I was young, birthdays to me meant spring and summer because of the timing of my own birthday and my parents' birthdays, etc. So having a January birthday still feels a little bit odd to me. Does that make any sense? I don't, <laughs> I'm not sure it does. Do you know where I'm coming from? I am just going to pretend that I heard you say yes there. <laughs> it makes perfect sense, Elle. I know absolutely where you're coming from. I'm just going to pretend that I heard you say that because, yeah, I get that it's a strange mindset. That is my brain finding it difficult to adjust to the fact that my previous perception of birthdays needs some refining, needs some expansion. Um, And that is an unintentionally seamless segue into today's topic because today I want to talk about our brains because our brains are the little devils that throw up the mindset issues that affect us in our business, that affect us taking action in our business. Our brain plants the limiting ideas in our consciousness and has us thinking the thoughts that become beliefs when we repeatedly think them. So, you know, for good or for bad, if we are thinking thoughts that support us and they become beliefs as we repeatedly think them, then that's what we're aiming for. But all too often, our brain is throwing up things that don't support us taking action in in business and if we find ourselves repeatedly thinking thoughts that don't support us taking this assured action as the entrepreneurial leaders that we are working to be then that's not what we that's not what we want that's not what we're aiming for if we're having limiting thoughts like can I really do this or am I good enough or even if we're repeatedly wondering if we are capable of achieving what we want to achieve in business, 
the more we think that sort of thing, the more we're kind of taking it on and it becomes a default position in a situation where that question could arise. So what, what do I mean by that? Well, in everyday business, for example, what sort of actions might we want to be taking? Well, you might want to be posting content or commenting on other people's content or you might be launching a, a, a new product or service and you are defining the price for that. If we're in a situation where our mindset is commonly turning to or our default setting is, well, here I am again trying to do a thing and wondering if I'm good enough. These things are becoming intertwined so that every time we're trying to take an action in business, we are finding it difficult. We're getting in our own way. So if we're in that mindset and we need to take an action, so such as posting content to be to be visible to our ideal clients, commenting to engage and connect with people, uh, making pricing decisions that we feel good about and can stand behind. If our mindset is not supporting us to take assured action on these activities, the action that we are taking, if indeed we are taking any at all, isn't going to be of the quality that we're capable of because we're sapping our action-taking energy with these internally conflicting feelings of I want to do this for my business, but am I good enough to do this, etc. So if we recognise that our first job is to work on the mindset that supports the business action we want to take so that we're approaching that action with more confidence, with more self-trust, with more energy, then these actions are going to be easier to take, easier to take consistently and of a better quality that's more likely to enable us to achieve the results that we want to achieve. Does that make sense? That's a really broad brush description of why mindset work works. But today I wanted to talk with you about how I view what's going on in our brains when we are experiencing these limiting thoughts, when we're getting in our own way and the way to manage and reframe these thoughts so that you're able to do the mindset work that enables you to take the quality of action in the assured way you wanted to grow your business because that's what we're that's what we're here to do, isn't it? So if you've been around here for a while, if you've listened to Taking It Personally before, if you know me from any of the places online, you know that I believe the most important work in business is to be cultivating, managing and maintaining a business mindset. One that's going to support you to take the action that you need to take to build your business. And it's not a supportive mindset, is it? If thoughts like I'm not good enough or anything else that's limiting you is becoming intertwined with what you're wanting to do, what the action that you're wanting to take to, to reach your goals. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And just as a caveat before I get started, I've said this before, but I think it bears saying each time because it's really important to me to be transparent about where my expertise and where my experience lies for helping you. So I'm going to be giving you my interpretation of the neuroscience behind what our brains are doing when it comes to us having limiting thoughts and how we can reframe them. And I'm going to be giving you my interpretation as a mindset and personal growth expert, not as a neuroscientist, because that's not what I am. It's not what I'm qualified in, not what I have experience in, etc. So this is very much going to be a layperson's interpretation. So if you're on board with that, let's crack on and see how we can manage our mindsets, cultivate, manage and maintain a supportive mindset that enables us to take the assured action we want to take to achieve our business goals. Okay, so our brains are on our side. Even when it doesn't feel like it, our brain thinks it's doing its best by us because it's our brain's job to keep us safe and away from danger and harm. So it is looking for threats 
that it can warn us about. I think it's, it's well known, isn't it, about our fight and flight responses to danger and the way as humans, our brains alerted us to the dangers of, for example, saber-toothed tigers, I think is the common example, isn't it? So that we could get away from them and not be killed. Our brains alerted us to the, the danger and our bodies responded with physical reactions that allowed us to to get away to take the to take the action to to get away so we're we're still human we as human beings still have these same instinctual responses to threats now in the online world we don't come across a lot of saber-toothed tigers do we but our brain is still looking for threats and so it is going to latch onto the most threatening thing that it can perceive in the environment that we are in to warn us against doing the thing that it perceives as the as the threat to us. Does that make does that make sense? So for example, if we feel uncomfortable about posting on, online or making comments, or if we feel uncomfortable about asking for a sale, pricing our products, etc., our brain knows we feel uncomfortable. It's going, oh, there's a threat don't want you to feel uncomfortable, don't want you to be doing that. So it's trying to stop us taking the action of the commenting, the posting, the offering, etc. Because it knows that that sort of thing is making us feel bad. So for example, if you aren't feeling comfortable about taking the action in business, if your mind is telling you, oh, that's a risky thing to do. And by risky, it maybe means that will be embarrassing or that will feel a bit icky or what if somebody responds badly to what I what I post etc that's the mindset that we're approaching it from do you find you have the physical response I certainly know that I did when I started posting more on Facebook and other people's Facebook groups particularly I would I've spoken before I'm fairly sure that I would find myself practically sweating before posting in other people's Facebook groups because my brain was doing all these things that I just described. It was throwing up these thoughts about, you know, what if I say something wrong? What if I make a misstep with the rules in this person's group and they kick me out? That's going to be embarrassing. Or what if I say something and somebody writes a nasty comment and all that sort of thing. So my brain was throwing up these thoughts to try to prevent me from taking the action that I was uncomfortable taking because it, it was perceiving it as a threat, which prompted the feelings of the sweating or, you know, maybe experience a, a sort of a racing heartbeat or dodgy tummy or that sort of thing when we are approaching something that makes us feel uncomfortable, that's out of our comfort zone, out of our normal wheelhouse of activities. Does that make sense? Now, obviously, there are still situations in life that it's good for us to have these responses because there are dangers in life. But when it comes to online business, this instinct, this tendency results in us responding to low stake things, low stake threats, in quotes, low stake discomforts, really, in a very high stake way. So it's a disproportionate response to the possibilities that we're facing. And have you ever been afraid of something in one situation, but found you're less afraid of it in another because something else has become more important to you. So in terms of a story to illustrate this, I have always had a bit of a fear of lifts, uh, elevators. I've never liked being in a lift on my own. I don't have so much of a fear of them if I'm with other people, but I just don't like being in them on my own. But when my children were born years ago, they had to stay in hospital longer than I did, which is a story for another day. But in order for me to be able to see them after having had a C-section, they were on the top floor of the hospital and I 
wasn't physically able to take the stairs at that point. So I found myself having to take a lift on my own every day in order to be able to see my children. Now, I was able to do that. I didn't like it particularly, but I was able to go into lifts, go up to the top floor of the building because it was so much more important to me to see my children than it was to avoid my fear of lifts. Now, I'm not saying we need to find something to be more afraid of than, for example, becoming visible in our business to be able to, to take the action. What I'm saying with that story is that our fear thoughts aren't true or fixed. They're manageable by giving our brain new information. So I felt I was afraid of going in lifts. I don't particularly like it still, but my inability to get into a lift, as I perceived it, wasn't true and it wasn't fixed by putting new information into the mix, such as you need to be able to do this to be able to see your children, then getting into the lift was absolutely manageable because it was so much more important to me to be able to get to the top floor of the, of the building. So I had to reframe the way I was thinking. And for me, that starts with recognising my brain is on my side, whatever it's throwing at me. The bottom line is that when I think unhelpful, limiting thoughts, part of my practice normally in my journal, although sometimes just in my head, is to look at the situation dispassionately, so objectively, and say, well, okay, what is my brain trying to do here? In what way is it trying to help me? And when I can identify how my brain is trying to help me, firstly, it shows the limiting thought itself in a new light, so it isn't so scary. But I can also assess if that thought is getting in the way of what I'm trying to achieve. And if it is, I can reframe it. Because as ever, what I'm saying is that whatever strategies you employ, it's the inner work that allows the external work to happen. And if you remove the discomfort from the action that you need to take by recognising what your brain via your thoughts is trying to do, then you can make better quality decisions because you're not doing it from a place of fear. It's our job as business owners to do the work to step in and say, well, is this thought supporting me in business? Is there any truthful basis to it? Or is it my brain just trying to protect me from discomfort? So how would it be more supportive of the action that I need to take in my business as a business owner for me to think? Does it help you to think of, sort of separate you and your brain slightly in this way? It's how I think of it. But I'm really thinking of that as the way that I look at my thoughts objectively. Let me know if this has been helpful for you. Let me know what you think. And while it's fresh in your mind, maybe grab your journal and think, well, what's one thing you would like to take action on that will progress your business, but you've been having thoughts that are holding you back? What are these thoughts trying to protect you from? Discomfort, feeling silly, feeling embarrassed, feeling judged. And how does the positive results that could come from you taking the action outweigh that discomfort? So thinking again about your why, what your clients need, how you can take the action to foster the way you want them to feel. And then from that place, take the positive action that you want to take in your business. So let me know how you get on, won't you? You can email me, l at lturnercreative.com. I like email. In fact, I like email so much. Why don't you get on my email list? I will leave a link in the podcast description so that you can do that. And I'll even send you a free guide to help you hone your heart-led message as a thank you when you get on the list. You'll love it. What could be better? <laughs> okay. But yes, please get in touch. Let me know how you get on. Let me know your thoughts about this episode as ever. And that's all from me today. I will talk to you next week. But meantime, enjoy your business. Bye for now. 
Thank you for taking it personally and spending this time with me to talk all things business mindset and entrepreneurial leadership. I so appreciate your desire to have this conversation and join me on my truly heart-led mission. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you and your success always. So join me next time to talk about what we can do by taking it personally.